Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dollars and Cents Show. I have another episode of my interviewing a homeschool leader, and that is Amanda Schaefer from Heartland Homeschool Association in Missouri. And you know what I loved? Uh, this is the second part with Amanda. What I loved about the first part is she's just such a practical person. <laughs> um, the first part, she uh, talked about her role of being a secretary in her homeschool program, and now she's transitioning to being the treasurer. So we talked about a lot of stuff you can find in the previous uh, episode. You can find the uh, podcast episodes over at homeschoolcpa.com podcast. Or you can find it at the podcast hosting website, which is the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. And the, you might have to just Google that. They are a wonderful source of podcasts for homeschoolers by homeschoolers. Not just my podcast, The Dollars and Cents Show, but um, oh, all kinds of other wonderful podcasts that you will probably find very encouraging and helpful as you continue in your homeschooling. But hey, for this episode... Um, Amanda and I are kind of in the middle of the conversation we were having and she's talking about some of the um, roles and responsibilities that she had as, as treasurer and, and she starts talking about uh, the secretary and really, really helpful tips like having um, a calendar so everybody know what due dates are coming up and having um, the documents in more than one location and then she turns the tables and asks me questions about um you know, software and what kind of reporting should be done and what should the treasurer be doing as she's looking into her responsibilities in that role. So I hope you'll find this podcast episode very helpful to your organization, whether you are the treasurer or the secretary or just another board member, but realizing that everybody has roles and responsibilities in running your homeschool organization. I also <laughs> think the secretary should be the keeper of the papers, mm -hmm. right? So when you guys reorganized, did you set up some sort of a, a, like a like a master file or a binder for every board member, which has like your important papers in it? Um, not one for every board. Well, they each have a copy of certain things. Um, oh, good. But okay. I have a I have a master file of all of our like government filing type papers and due dates listed of when we have to resubmit something for the next year for like the. The 990 in or whatever. When we yep, that. Yep. Um, you got that. Good, good. And I and that's also, the kind of file that the treasurer should have a copy of. You have a copy of the mm -hmm. president, and probably if you have a vice president, all have those. So it's replicated. God forbid something right. happens to anybody's house. You know, I know you get tornadoes. Good point. <laughs> you know, well, I also, like we do I also here. Set a calendar, mm -hmm. um, just a day planner calendar. type calendar, and. They at first, whenever I did it, they were like, "Oh, well, you know, you don't have to do that." And I said, "No, we need to have this because we have deadlines for certain things. We have insurance that's due on a certain day. We have, you know, this that's due here mm. or whatever." And I told them, I said, "I, you know, don't want to miss a deadline that impacts us financially and impacts yeah. us as a group because." there was only one person looking at that deadline. You know, this way with a calendar at every board meeting, we can all flip through it and see what's coming up that's due and be able it. to just have multiple eyes on on the documents and on the files and stuff. 
but I do I I do have a master file for the minutes and a master file for the you know like last year's financial records when the treasurer yeah. finished with them I you know I have the master file for all of that I just kind of yeah the keeper of the files is basically what that's yeah. also the secretary yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay but for some reason you decided to use a different part of your brain and you're volunteering to transition over to treasurer. So tell me about uh, what what you think that's going to be like, and and why well, you're taking on that role. Well, I, it happened because of a major life circumstance in our treasurer's life that happened this oh. summer, and she oh. had to resign immediately. And so we knew that we needed somebody else to take on the role of treasurer. Um, and in our organization, we kind of have a it's, it's a written rule, but we're talking about actually making it formally written into our bylaws that no, uh, no person who has only been on the board, you know, or basically that the person who takes on the treasury has to be at le- a board member for at least a minimum of one year. Ooh, that way no, no new hands get into the money. And, and that, wow, okay. That's just kind of hmm. been an unwritten rule, um, but it's, it's, I, we think it's a good one. But because of that and because of the structure of what we had going on this year, it left me and one other person that could be on the Treasury. And so that's why it was just determined that I would do that and then hand over the Secretary to somebody else. But it's, it's kind of, we're in transition with that because we're, as we're preparing for the new semester, um, I am still doing some of the secretary type roles because yeah. we were so late in the summer when it all happened that yeah. it was just kind of hard to <laughs> divide it all out right now. But sure. Um, but yeah, the treasury has me a little a little nervous. It's not not necessarily my forte, but I'm willing to try and willing to do my level best. And and what I've been doing with that is continuing on the same reports that the treasurer was doing. Uh-huh. But yeah. I'm sharing more information with the board at, at at shorter intervals. Normally, our reports would come once a month. And, you know, at any point in time, anybody could say, hey, what's the status of this financial whatever? But most times it was visible in the reports and we didn't mess with it. But I'm since I'm new, um, I'm kind of picking the brains of the other board members and saying, okay, I'm thinking about doing it this way. What do you think? I'm, you know, mm-hmm. there's this thing. How do I document that? And, and it's been helpful mm-hmm. because it's also giving the rest of them more of an insight into what goes on with the treasury. So good point. Yeah. And, um, and I did mention to you before we started the podcast here, I have a book to help you. <laughs> I hope it helps yes. money management and homeschool organization. It's subtitled a guide for treasurers. So it's supposed to answer a lot of those questions that you have even gives you an idea of here's how to lay it out. So it makes sense to you. That's most important to, to, to your board members, but as well as to anybody coming new on the board, like, well, how much money do we bring in and where does it go? And, What's the balance in the checking account and stuff like that? So, so um, Amanda, do you think you're going to be using some software or is it just uh, – hopefully, please don't tell me it's in, in a spiral-bound notebook or anything like that. Please don't tell me that. No, it's not. <laughs> um, okay. that, that, was one, that was one thing that I wanted to do. Whenever, whenever I started taking over the Treasury, we were t- discussing mm-hmm. the idea of – a couple of the board members said, well, we need to get QuickBooks. We need to get – everything needs to be in QuickBooks. Well – you know, QuickBooks costs, and yes. it's one of those things that as a smaller group, I, you know, we're still watching our money and making sure we can pay the bills we already have, 
And I thought, well, there's got to be a way to get it on a computer without paying for QuickBooks. But right now, I'm just using um, an Excel spreadsheet and okay. just trying to keep track of everything that way. And that way, I can resort columns and print yes. reports and things like that. Still, relatively easy. It's, it's not quite as well, you know. Here's the accountant talking. Okay. Yes. So yes. I will tell you two things. If you're eligible, if your group is eligible, there is a free way to get QuickBooks. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go to TechSoup.com. It's um. It's a. I, I wrote a blog post on it, but I'll find it again and put it in the show notes. And I'm. Um. You pay like a one-time yearly fee of 47 to 50 dollars or something you have to be a 501c3 which you guys already are but you have mm-hmm. to agree to some of their non-discrimination statements so if you discriminate on any basis you can ever imagine this is like the longest non-discrimination statement i've ever seen they they <laughs> don't want to give you free quickbooks okay let's okay. read it and see if you could say yeah sure. we can do that you know we don't discriminate on the basis of anything and i mean anything okay so okay. a lot of some homeschool groups say especially if, they're, if they have some convictions or faith-based or something, say, no, no, I've got to pass up that free because I can't agree. We do got discriminate it. on the basis of religion or things like that. So anyway, the other thing is there is um, uh, an open source package of, um, it's like QuickBooks, it looks like QuickBooks, it's called New Cash, and new is spelled G-N-U, Cash. Ah. So Google that okay. and see what you think uh, about that. Um, it's open source, meaning a bunch of computer people who like doing this kind of stuff wrote it up, and it's for free. So that's kind of nice on a desktop. That is cool. Or the other one that some groups can find helpful, although sometimes it's not designed for nonprofits, is is a free yeah, cloud-based accounting software package called Wave, like Ocean Wave, Wave app. I've heard of Wave. So look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And at least you could invoice people that way and get payments. You can classify things by, oh, here it's overhead or here it's a program expense. And you can it makes the reports nice for you. You can reconcile the checkbook, although that's kind of a little different way of doing it than I'm used to as an accountant. But you know what? It might work for you guys. And it's mm-hmm. cloud-based, which means, Amanda, you can have other people sign on or they could help you, okay. you know, do a little bit of the bookkeeping. Um, and, and other people can sign that, like the treasurer, or, or excuse me, the president, at any point and look and see. Do you think you it's know, Do you think it's, it's good to have more than one person looking at the bookkeeping side oh, and, and inputting information? Well, the inputting is is uh, pros and cons to that because okay. uh, hopefully, and I don't know if Wave Apps allows this. If you're on QuickBooks Online, which you got to pay for, yeah, but there are some uh, discounts you can get. Okay, but it might be like twenty, thirty bucks a month that you still got to pay for QuickBooks Online. You can give limited access to different users, so okay. she can go in and only input uh, invoices or only, you know, but not everything. Um, so there's okay. limitations that I'm not sure if that's true with Wave apps. I'm not used to it enough to know that. But yes, there should always be the president should uh, should always have login capabilities to log into the uh, bank account online, so he can okay. he or she can always see what's in the bank right now, as well as if you're using online accounting software, someone else, uh, at least the president, should always have the ability to log in and look over your well, we We have yep. two people on the checkbook. I mean, in, uh, on, as a signer for the checking account, um, yeah. always we want to have two people. And, you know, the checks and balances of if 
one person has to write a, you know, like if me as the treasurer, if I have to write a check to as a reimbursement, the other person who's on the account is the one who writes right. the check for me. Or, right. Right, you know, and we've definitely had that in yep, place. Definitely. The other thing that I recommend is someone besides you do the bank reconciliation, which is really okay. awkward if it's not on a cloud-based accounting software, right? How is that going to happen? So, yeah, I'm the treasurer for a small nonprofit here in town. It's not a homeschool group. And there's no way, because it's on my QuickBooks desktop, because they, like you, don't want to pay um, too much, and Wave apps didn't work. But because I do reconcile the checkbook myself, and I just told you I shouldn't have, and I shouldn't be, but what I do is I, I print out and I send to the officers on the board the bank statement, and QuickBooks allows me to, to print out a reconciliation statement so they can oh, see. Cool. Oh, look, she reconciled the checking account. So it's my way of being accountable. Like I can't, you can't, you know, come to my house and get on the computer, but I can show you everything. I can show you to show you I'm doing things right. So, yeah, tips. There's your free, free tips of how to <laughs> have accountability. Okay. And that's a lot of stuff I put in that money management book. And actually there's a whole chapter you should Oops. share with your, with your board about, you know, what kind of good practices Hello? you should have. We call them internal controls. That's great. So I'm sorry, we are out of time. I like I could keep talking to you about this for a long time. That would get kind of boring. Good, good for you. Good for what you're doing. Good for how you stepped in when you were needed. Um, I'm sorry for whatever that your poor former treasurer had going on that caused you yeah. to suddenly step down. But you right. know, if she was doing her job well. You can step right in and you know learn mm-hmm. from her example of how she did things. So yeah, Very don't much. don't. Don't hesitate to to call me by or you know contact me by email if you have questions and you can't okay. find the answer somewhere on you know either homeschoolcpa.com or the or the book. So. Okay, great. I think I am going to go look at that book and just get it because you know I do want to make sure I'm doing it right. <laughs> so yeah, it's not a very long book, you know, so you can read it in a short amount of time and then use it as a reference when you get stuck. So not okay. a very long book. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Thank you so much for everything you do for us. We appreciate it. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Top here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.